This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. I know too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and that is precisely what this here episode is going to be about. Doing this solo, no Kristen with me this week, because, you know, the inductees were just announced. We're taking a little bit of a break, but we're not going to completely leave you with nothing this week. For this episode... I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to call it, what I'm going to title it, but I imagine we have some new listeners, some renewed interest because the list of inductees was just announced. And so I guess I just want to show you guys, and some of you may already know this, but we know what we're talking about on this show. And if you looked at the list of inductees this year and went, what, how, how was any of this... Who could have predicted this? I guess the point is, we could have, and we pretty much did. And so I want to provide a few short, edited for conciseness clips, where we pretty much predicted this. And I want to start with an episode that was before the nominations even came out. So we did an episode at the end of 2021 in December with Daphne Brooks and Devin Ivey where we predicted the next five years of the Rock Hall, which included who we thought would be in the 2022 class. Again, this is with no ballot. And you'll hear and listen that three of the first names that came up Pretty prescient. So let's listen to that. Let's start off with 2022. The eligible artists that I think are worth bringing up, and we've said this on the podcast a lot, Eminem is the big one. Mm-hmm. Kind of checks all the boxes for the Rock Hall. Showed up. <laughs> yeah, showed up. He has now fully played enough of the game. It looks good for Eminem. So mm-hmm. are we in agreement? And is it too bold to say Eminem is probably waltzing in? He's a great white hope. Yeah. (laughs) Also because this year, two of the biggest nominees that were first years, Foo Fighters and Jay-Z, I think that's a good omen that if they inducted two acts this year for their first year of eligibility, Mm -hmm. they will absolutely put Eminem in. And as you said earlier, he showed up unexpectedly. He is engaging with the hall. He is 100% in. I'd say let's, let's lock Eminem in. 
as one of the ones because that's that's almost a gimme. And we don't have a lot of gimmies left as we go forward. And then that opens it up to the hundreds of artists that are eligible, but not in the hall. If I had to put money on one that I think is going to get in. Oh, I know who it is. Can I say who it is? Go ahead. I hope I know. It's Pat Benatar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know how I feel. I'm on record over and over again. Uh, The fact that she's not in is wild to me. Yeah. I felt strongly that she would get in in 2020. And I think people might have also thought that and then did not vote for her. Mm -hmm. Um, And now will not make that mistake again. So I don't know. I'm thinking Duran Duran. I do think Duran Duran has heat this year. I bet it'll happen. That seems that seems like one we can put into into the critically derided. That is my moment, which was my moment. But you know, beloved for just kind of slogging it out, Duran Duran together. All the Taylors, everybody's still in that band. You know, (laughs) they just released another album. Yeah, they inducted uh, they they inducted Roxy Roxy Music. Yeah, Roxy Music. That's right. Yeah. Wow, you hear that? This is before the ballot is even out, and we're saying Eminem's getting in, Pat Benatar is getting in, Duran Duran's getting in. That's three right there without a ballot. Are you impressed? That's three right there in December 2021. Now let's talk about when the ballot came out in February You'll hear us say who we think is going to get in, and that seems pretty on point when you listen to it back. Pretty on point. This is us talking to our friend Greg Heller on the reveal of the 2022 nominees. That's what I mean. The only classic rock representation on this ballot is Pat Benatar, which bodes well for her, I think. And I, I think I'm not even sure a lot of people file Pat Benatar under classic rock. Yeah. But she gets a good amount of play. But He's like she doesn't radio have radio format. Right. Yeah. As I mean, usual. yeah, right. It, but she also isn't saddled with that baggage. Right. But she gets, I think, benefits from the association for that set. Pat benefits. Pat benefits. So we have ten formally nominated, seven never nominated. I really think the edge is to the never nominated. The never noms are I mean we have Dolly Lionel, Carly Simon, Eminem, Duran Duran. That could be the class. That That's could a, be the class. It seems like almost inevitable what you're saying. Benatar could sneak in. Dion could sneak in. I don't think anybody else who has been on the ballot before really stands a chance. Yeah, there's no way the New York Dolls are getting in this year. There's no no chance. I don't think so. Mm -mm. Strong advantage to those new names. Push come to shove, I'd say Dolly, Eminem, Lionel, Carly, Duran Duran, Benatar. Are you kidding me right now? Did you hear that? That was the moment the nominees were announced, and I'm saying Dolly... Eminem, Lionel, Carly, Duran Duran, Pat Benatar. That is six of these seven performer inductees that eventually were voted in. It's almost like I got my dang finger on the pulse. Now you might be saying, well, okay, I've heard a lot of evidence that you felt good about six of the seven inductees, but your rhythmics, I'm not hearing anything about the Eurythmics. And listen, I will cop to that. We were not really talking about the Eurythmics and their chances that much, but it did come up, and I said it was possible. I may even say something like they could get the seventh slot. And other people on this show fully said they thought they were getting in. The topic was broached, 
And looking back on it, seems pretty on point. Let's take a listen to our Eurythmics episode with our friend Craig Seymour. The Dave Stewart connection and the belovedness of Annie, you know, they could be a seventh slot, a sixth or seventh slot. Like it's not, it's not out of the question that they would get in this year. I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to even, this will be like- All right, Craig, we love to see it. Because I think they will also put on a great show. Like they will really put on Mm -hmm. a great show. So, you know, yeah. Okay. Will it be this year? I wouldn't count them out. Very similar to what Kristen was saying. I think they are in the conversation and I think it could happen. And I think the connections that Dave and and Annie have and the respect that they have, even with people they don't know, but they know a lot of people, I think it's going to help them. Like, I think they'll be in the top 10, but as we know, it's probably not going to be more than six on this bout that are going to get in. And I think they're jockeying for that sixth slot. And I do think Duran Duran is in their lane if we're looking at this ballot that they're competing with, same era. Mm-hmm. I'm probably thinking it's going to go to Duran Duran because they haven't been on a ballot before and that they continued and they still put out music and they had a longer run. And Nile Rodgers is in and he's considered like an unofficial member of the group of Duran. Yeah, Duran true. So. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to say... Probably not, but if it happened, we we can't call it a surprise. I can't underestimate the industry connections that they have. And I don't know what the, the um, sort of breakdown is among voters, like how many people are industry, how many people are, are this. But Jimmy Iovine produced, I believe, We Two Are One. Yes, he And did. Jimmy Iovine's like the most powerful person in the mm-hmm. music industry now. Sure. You know what I mean? If Jimmy Iovine called you up and told you, I don't care who you vote for, but you need to vote for Dave Stewart and Eurythmic. Uh-huh. You're probably going to do it. That kind of strong arming does happen at record labels and stuff like with Grammy voting and everything like that. The other thing is for their last album, Peace, they were signed to Arista by Clive Davis. Mm-hmm. Again, another super force within mm-hmm. the industry. And Clive Davis also was responsible for Annie's solo career. Mm-hmm. You think of these huge industry figures are really behind the people in this band. Mm-hmm. I think that might move things in an unexpected way. Interesting to see how it'll play out. So there's our guest, Craig Seymour, saying absolutely the industry connections. For example, Jimmy Iovine. Can you believe Jimmy Iovine came up organically in that conversation? He's one of the inductees this year in the Ahmet Erdogan non-performer category. There's something in the air. Like, we know we're tapping into something that I don't even think we know what we're... We predicted the future. What was that? You heard it. I heard it. But yeah, the Eurythmics. And you heard me and Kristen both say they're jockeying for that like final slot and they got it. And like I said, it can't be a surprise. It's what I said. I said, I and listen also in that I could have edited it out, but I kept it in that. I said, probably not, but they did. They did make it trenchant analysis. Absolutely trenchant. Now, why don't we fast forward to the end of our voter calling episodes where we get Neil Walls from Future Rock Legends on the horn and we talk about kind of our final predictions, our final thoughts. And, you know, even though the people we talked to, we thought Tribe was doing well, we thought Dionne Warwick was doing well. Listen, do I full stop say who I think is going to get inducted and include all seven names? Why don't we listen? to our conversation with Neil. So let's talk about like our final thoughts and final predictions here. 
Yeah, so I mean, with all of the data, it's hard not to have that sway some of your thoughts about how things might go. But, you know, I want to be careful with that and sort of trust a little bit some of my prior assumptions about what the Rock Hall has been doing in, in previous years and sort of their general attraction to these big names on the ballot. So, you know, when the ballot was first released, I think my my general impression was that it was going to be Eminem, Duran Duran, Pat Benatar, Lionel Richie. Dolly. Dolly Parton for sure was going to yeah. be in there. But I think now, like even in the data that we've seen from voters, her support has just really dropped off. I think people are really respecting her wishes and not voting for her. So I don't think she's going to get in now. And I think Judas Priest is going to slide in. Similarly, the ballot came out. I thought Dolly for sure. Mm -hmm. Eminem likely. Lionel likely. Duran Duran. And then... Carly, I thought Carly was just because of the name recognition and like never nominated kind of fits in with that singer songwriter that you would imagine would be popular with the typical rock hall voter. And then Pat was kind of my sixth looking at her data, considering the mole, uh, <laughs> considering the mole, oh I my am gosh. thinking Dolly's going to drop out of that. And then that opens it up. Tribe. I don't, I like, don't, want to get my hopes up but there are signs pointing to tribe perhaps i'm being led astray by what i want to believe but honestly if none of this had happened outside of just dolly dropping out i probably would have said eurythmics have the shot to take that slot wait so there i am saying eurythmics are gonna take that slot y'all we're fortune tellers we predict the future I mean, it's just we kept the names we kept going back to are the ones that got in. And even Neil there was on point. I mean, he said Judas Priest, they weren't voted in, but they got in this year. And I want to officially say, you know, in that episode, we talk about how there was a mole on Twitter. You referenced the mole. Someone who said they had an inside information as to the vote totals. Um, they did not. And that was complete bullshit. And uh, I was hoodwinked because it was saying things I wanted to believe. I honestly think they were just coming up with this stuff based on stuff we said on the podcast. Hate to be so self-centered maybe, but it was nothing you couldn't have said based on just listening to the show. And so I hope they had fun playing their little game, but they were proven to be wrong. And I'll never trust anyone ever again, except... My gut, which as we've seen, and listen, Neil's too, and Kristen's, and, you know, Craig Seymour, we talked to before. We have good guests on this show. That's another thing I want to highlight. You know, we only have the best on this show. All right, you guys are maybe getting annoyed with me being like, I'm great, I predict the future. So let's just do one more. Let's do, and you probably heard this if you listened to last week. I just thought it was worth repeating at the very top of our reveal of the inductees, I asked Kristen who th she thinks is going to get in, and she pretty much says only the seven names that get inducted. So, and I didn't show her that I didn't show her anything ahead of time. She truly did not know. It's just that's what happens when you immerse yourself in this podcast. The truth is revealed. Let's take a listen. Well, let's uh, quickly review our expectations, our predictions, what we think is going to happen. Um, okay, can I say what I think, what I think we think? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we think that Eminem is a lock. 
Mm -hmm. We think that Duran Duran is very likely. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the field is a little more tenuous. People that we think have a good shot are Lionel Richie. We think Pat Benatar might have a good shot. And then what? Who else? You know, your rhythmics on the bubble. Dolly could be back in the mix. Mm -hmm. Uh, Carly Simon could make a surprise entrance in a way she Mm -hmm. didn't really in our polling. Seven names mentioned. Only seven names. Only seven artists. And it's the seven artists who were inducted as performers for the 2022 Rock Hall class. In a way, I'm almost like a proud papa. Because as you guys know, the premise of the show is Kristen doesn't really care. She's not invested the way I am. But she was able to do it. We got her there. And it wasn't just me. It was you. We can't do the show without you guys listening. So thank you so much. And... I know it won't impress anybody, but maybe there's one person out there you can impress with your rock hall knowledge. And this better be your one-stop shop for it. We hope to keep giving you those little nuggets so you can impress your Uncle Dave. All right, guys, that's it. That's the uh, episode this week. Short, sweet, little bonus for you. Thought it'd be fun. And, And it's a little bit of a review of what we've been doing since the, you know, for the past five or six months or whatever. So, you know, all the good shit, uh, rockhallpod at gmail.com. Follow us at rockhallpod. Subscribe to us. Give us a nice review. Five stars only. Uh, yeah, and that's the that's the whole shebang. Thank you so much. We will be still releasing episodes every week. I don't know how long they're going to be, but they'll be fun. And I have an idea of how we're going to how we're going to spend the time. So thank you guys so much for for listening. As always, we do appreciate it. And until next time. Bye-bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.